Because you're a mid, and we know it. It's the Mid Podcast, your podcast for random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can listen to the podcast wherever you stream your podcast, Apple, Spotify, or any podcast platform. Also, be sure to give us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. That helps us get eyes and ears on the podcast. <clears throat> you can also follow us on Twitter and YouTube at The Mid Podcast. And you can support The Mid Podcast by becoming a Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash The Mid Podcast where you have access to our random shit episodes and other special content. You can also show your support with some Mid Podcast merchandise. Head to themidpodcast.com and get you some Mid Podcast merchandise. You can also support the show through your cash app and that is dollar the mid pod dollar sign the mid podcast to help support the show i am one of your hosts the greatest thing ever catherine here with the fluffiest thing ever no not the cat no say it correctly with you are here with the 2023 all elite wrestling revolution pay-per-view predictor winner the fluff brendan, brendan. That was not in my notes, so therefore it will not be said. <laughs> I said it for you. So, we are going to get mid with some AEW review from March 1st, because, you know, we're... Because we do it on Wednesdays now. Because the producer over here decided to do it on Wednesdays now. So it is what it is. And let's go. Let's so, go. they were live in San Francisco. But first, wrestling. Oh, yeah. Vince was backstage at Raw and set through Gorilla. Ew, what fun. The whole show. Mm. Was, so, was he given direction, though? Triple H has called him about creative before. Okay. Speaking of the Fed. Speaking of the Fed. Since one wrestling company won't come to North Carolina, what did we decide to do today when we were getting Chinese food? You mean you decided to do it today? We agreed to this together. I don't think there was any we in this I thing. We agreed to it together. I don't know. What did we agree to? We agreed to go to WWE Monday Night Raw live on May 15th in Greensboro, North Carolina. You know that's the first day of summer semester, too. Oh, fuck it is. <laughs> so that means we gotta do our shit early. <laughs> Anywho. Yes. Since Tony Khan won't bring AEW to North Carolina, you forced me to spend money on WWE tickets. Which I will say this. We're I, going to we're going for for research purposes. The tickets I thought were going to be more expensive than what they were. We're on camera side. We are on camera side. Again. And I think we paid fifty bucks for our tickets. Yeah. So not bad. We paid what, a hundred and hundred and fifty for AEW tickets? Give or take. But I mean, I don't mind spending $150 for AEW tickets. 
to have John Moxley walk right in front of me? No, not at all. We're going to go have a good time. We're going for research purposes to see if the crowd is better at AEW or WWE. And we'll come back with our scientific... What is it? Scientific... Equation. Research. <laughs> but Our um, hypothesis is going to be no. I just figured... Well, since AEW is not coming anytime soon, might as well go to summer wrestling show. So why not? Why not? I'm gonna wear my United Empire shirt because I don't have any other wrestling gear but AEW, and they won't let me in with it. I'm getting a Cody shirt. So, on WWE topic, WWE backlash in May will take place in one San Juan, Puerto Rico and will show or will have Bad Bunny as being the host. Interesting. They're doing a lot of international pay-per-views. You cannot say international when referring to Puerto Rico. They're doing a lot of pay-per-views outside of the U.S., So, we woke up this morning to the news that one TNT Championship title belt had been stolen out of Wardlow's car. Huh. Wonder who did it. Somebody wants to know, uh, could it be a work and Hobbs show up with it? As I said earlier, uh, TK would face the backlash on that from Twitter. He's going to face the backlash regardless. He would face even more backlash because you have a... African-American guy break into a car and steal something. Yeah, no, Twitter would have a field day with TK for that one. <clears throat> Moving on. But I think it's Samoa Joe. I really just think somebody just stole the motherfucker. Um, do you know what I need in my life? I don't know what that is, but... What are you trying to sing? I forgot the lyrics to the song. What is the name of the song? I forgot the name of the song. Well, fuck. <laughs> no, that's not the song. No, well, fuck is what I want to do to TK. But no, what I need in my life is... Tommy well, besides that, is a match between Aussie Open and Papa Will and the House of Black. Give it to me at Forbidden Door. How about you get Mark Davis versus Will Ospreay for the New Japan Cup instead? Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on um, Kenny Omega doing a singles run and doing solo matches with the following people? Takeshita. Banger. Malachi Black, which Banger. we talked about in our Revolution review. Adam Cole. Banger. And Bandito. Banger. As I said in the Revolution review, I think it's going to lead to Kenny and Kota versus Young Bucks feud. Uh, I could see that. Because I think Don and Kenny are going to blame the Bucks for losing the trio's titles. I could see that. Your thoughts on this? 
Um, I found this comment on Twitter. Um, why is everyone obsessed with making wrestling shows look like game show sets? WWE mean? has done irreparable damage to what Western wrestling fans think wrestling shows should be presented like. I can agree. Yeah. We touched base on this on our Revolution review, but one freaking whore-bitch ref, Aubrey Edwards, went on Twitter to say that she is hated because she is a woman. Where's the proof? No, you're hated because you suck. Where's the proof? Let me see the proof. You have to go look that up. Um, You're hated because you suck and want to be center of attention and think everything has to revolve around you because you're a cunt whore bitch. And you can go listen to our revolution review to hear my rant about that because I don't want to do it again. Um... That's for... Oh. So. Out of these four, which one are you most excited to see return? Andrade, Chris Statlander, CM Punk, or Kyle O'Reilly? Kyle O'Reilly. I figured you'd say CM Punk. Kyle O'Reilly. I want to see Andrade. Kyle O'Reilly. You know how excited I was when he was there in Greensboro. That is true. So, you know, we've got the match at WrestleMania. Omos versus Brock Lesnar, right? Mm-hmm. You know Omos is slowly building an all-time WrestleMania run. He has fought Bobby Lashley. And he was in a tag team match. Him and AJ Styles versus New Day. No. No? Nope. Why you say no? Because I say so. So, evidently, last week, Rhea Ripley pinned Liv Morgan and some kid in the crowd began to cry. Pussy. And Rhea Ripley took the picture that was going around on Twitter and put it as her profile picture. Good. Now, that is some heel shit. Where's the outrage for that? Hey, you gonna get us in trouble. Turn the shit off. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You can't hear it through the headset. Yeah, I can. So, there's been accusations that Chris Jericho buries his opponent. Revolution. Revolution? What are we revolution about? You want to say he buries his opponent, opponent, but, uh... Well, Chris Jericho responded to said accusations. And he said, um, he used his match against Peter Avalon on Dynamite as an example. He goes, I never bury anybody in my career, ever. Now, sometimes I win. That's okay. I'm allowed to win, guys. It's okay. 
making new stars and putting people over is not wins and losses. You can lose to somebody and bury them at the same time. Yeah. Your thoughts on Eddie Kingston quitting AEW and going to Ring of Honor? Uh, good for him. Breaking news. Impact Wrestling Under Siege will take place live from London, Ontario, Canada on May 26th. Nice. They're loving their fucking Canada shows. Yes. So there's a report going around that uh, evidently Brock Lesnar is going to be done with wrestling when his contract's up. Good. He's old. I know, but I like Brock. I do too, but he's old. Do you realize that Mickey James isn't in the WWE Hall of Fame? Wow. WWE has maintained interest in Brian Cage in the event he becomes a free agent. Anywho. Anywho. I don't have any wrestling news. So what are your thoughts about the statement that TK put out that he's happy for talent to take outside opportunities as long as it doesn't hurt AEW? Good. They should be allowed to. Which they already were, but... It makes sense that if it doesn't affect the storyline, then you'll let them go do what they need to do. Okay, the other thing I got we'll save for later when we get into it. Okay. So now, we're going to get into Dynamite. So Dynamite starts off with Orange Cassidy. Versus Big Bill. I'm so sick of Orange Cassidy. Is it him versus Big Bill? The only good thing about OC is his theme music because I actually do like that song. Match was okay. Big Bill carried this match because Orange Orange Cassidy sucked ass. He just doesn't fight. Well, answer me, why the fuck does he always seem to beat up people three times his goddamn size? Because. On the street, he'd get his ass kicked. It's wrestling. It's not supposed to be real, damn it. You gotta keep kayfabe alive somehow. Wrestling is not fake. Wrestling is real. It's scripted. Then we see, we're gonna get into the match. Orange Cassie rolls out of the ring several times. I put boring shit. Orange runs into Stokely. Big Bill finally gets his hands on Orange Cassidy. Big Bill side slams Orange Cassidy. I put break his back. Nobody would care. I would. Orange Cassidy wins, but he took some punishment. Match was boring as fuck. Nobody cares. This motherfucker needs to drop this goddamn title and get the fuck off my TV. God, stop with hating the people, dog. I don't hate the people. You, you I hate, hate Orange Cassidy. 
I hate a fucking cunt-ass ref that tries to make her, herself the center of attention. You're bringing too much negative. Negativity? Yeah, to Orange Cassidy's name, and I don't appreciate it. Well, guess what? Get the fuck over it. <laughs> he sucks. He just... It's better than the people you like. Besides Kenny. He's better than Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega, Takeshita, uh, Penis Popper. He is better than Matt Taven. The fuck he is! I'm gonna put that on on Twitter and I'm gonna tag Matt Taven in it and ask him what does he think. Also, you're just biased towards Matt Taven because he has a big dick. It's the only reason why you He's like a him. decent wrestler. It's the only reason why you like Matt Taven. Better than Orange Cassidy is better than fucking Will Ospreay. He's better than some of the guys you like. That's not what you said. He's better than some of the guys. He's better than Lance Archer? Yes. Get out of (laughs) here! Get the fuck off my furniture! Uh, No. And away from my pussy cat. I named the cat. Moving on, we get a Moxley promo. It was an excellent promo. He says he's a sick man, and I'm not the kind of guy you want to go down a dark alley with. No, unless you're on my side. I'll go down a dark alley if you're on my side. Um, We see blood spilling out onto the floor because he cut this promo after a match. Um, He was referring to the match coming up at Revolution, which I'm looking forward to. Then we get in the leak segment, or so we thought. The lights go out. They get attacked by the House of Black. Um, The House of Black takes the trio's belts and holds them up. I think this match is going to be really good at Revolution. Hey, Mom. We discussed this on our Revolution review. Yeah, Revolution review is going to be out before this, so. I'm just saying. Then we get a Face of Revolution match. And we have Samoa Joe on commentary. Who is fighting Wardlow at Revolution. There may not have stole Wardlow's belt. Maybe. Um, so the match features A.R. Fox, Hobbs, Takeshita Ortiz, Kingston, Commander, uh, uh, Action Andretti, and Sammy Guevara. Um, there was some news about how Commander ended up in this match. Because Commander was not the original person scheduled for this match. No, it was El Hio del Viking. Yeah. But he had some obligation, so they sent Commander, which I was really impressed with him. Then we have Ortiz and Kingston going at it. There's lots of meaty men slapping meat in this ring. I mean, it was a girl's panties wet dream. I guess, if you're into that type of stuff. I'm a girl, and I am. Um, We see Commander walking the rope. That was awesome. He had some great freaking moves. Then we see Hobbs throws Fox into the ladder, which was in the corner. Um, Hobbs and Takeshita begin to go at it. I put, give me this all day. They would put on a great match, and I need this feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a nice flying move by Action Andretti on Sammy Guevara. 
we see Commander turn buckle to buckle and wipes out everyone. Hob slams Fox onto a ladder. Sammy climbs top of the ladder. Andrade is laying on a ladder. And Sammy does a high-flying maneuver off the top of this ladder, and I thought they were both dead. Oh, yeah, I thought they fucking died. Andrade also hit a falcon arrow to Sammy Guevara from off the top of a ladder. Like, them two in a ladder match would just, like, fucking rock. Mm-hmm. I just love all the chaos in and out of the ring and ladder matches. Takeshita, from the top of the ladder, hits a blue thunderbob on Commander. I thought he had done killed poor Commander. We see Garcia comes in, knocks the ladder out from under Andretti and Takeshita. And Powerhouse Hobbs wins the match by climbing a ladder that is kind of broken. And we have the refs holding the ladder steady as Hobbs reaches for the little golden circle. I put there was excellent selling by all the competitors. And Wardlow comes out to attack Joe. He's stopped by security. Joe sneaks away. And Hobbs looks at Wardlow and says, I have time. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on the match? I thought it was a fun match. Fun ladder match. Commander stood out. Of course, he gained interest from one other company. Because, of course. But, um. So let's talk about the ladder. The ladder was broken. They didn't have time to get another ladder. The rest were holding the ladder for Hobbs. And Twitter fucking blew up. Raj Geary, I'm looking at you, you asshole. And then when people went to point out that the same shit happens in WWE, here came all the excuses. Yeah, the excuse was they didn't want Hobbs falling and breaking its neck. I would say something, but I won't say it on the air. Good. Don't. So, let's get comment from someone who knows something or two about ladder matches. That being one, Matt Hardy, who was asked about it. And he replied, with the ref holding the ladder, that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, that's been happening since the beginning of time. Wrestling fans now are just a lot more critical than they've ever been. It is what it is. Everyone wants to speak out on everything. You're never going to please everyone. That's one thing I know. I go out and I do what I do to the best of my ability. And if people like it and enjoy it, that's great. If they don't, it is what it is. I'm not out there trying to work for the greater good. When you have guys climbing up a ladder and especially standing at the top, if you have a ref just underneath holding it, I mean, that doesn't bother me at all. Not one bit. Your thoughts on what Matt Hardy had to say? 
I agree with Matt Hardy. He goes on to say, well, apparently there was another ladder that was taller, which was supposed to be in the ring, but it didn't happen. So Hobbs just had to stand all the way on top of it, which looked insane. That image was insane. I'm sure he had to be sweating because it's very hard to stand on top of a ladder like that. I don't know if anybody out there has ever tried it. It is something I've tried in the past, and Jeff's done it many times, referring to his brother Jeff Hardy. But it is very challenging and difficult. So to have that big-ass man standing up on top of the ladder was a crazy, crazy visual. I guess he, just in the heat of the moment, I mean, there was no time to get the other taller ladder, and he had to make do. So, I'm going to go by with what Jeff Hardy said. It happens all the time. It's not a big deal. He is the king of ladder matches. And he should know. Him and his brother. So they should know what they're talking about when it comes to ladder matches and having people hold it. Matt and Jeff Hardy, Edge and Christian, the Dudleys. Um, who else is insane in ladder matches? That's about it. So anyway, so for all of Twitter doing their fake outrage again. We move it on. Denhausen and Arch Cassidy, best friends, have a segment backstage. I put boring as fuck. Who the fuck cares? Um, they find out Chuck and Trent aren't clear to compete, which we already knew. Denhausen says he and Arch Cassidy will take their place. I was like, fucking kill me now. Then we get Chris Jericho versus Peter Avalon, which people were bitching like, why is this even on fucking TV? Um, did you not watch last week where he came out to Ricky's open challenge and Chris Jericho hit him with a Judas effect? There's your fucking story, you assholes. I'm just bitter today for some reason. Yeah, I can tell. Um, I put the match was better than expected. Um, people bitching about the match I done talked about. Um, we see Avalon attacking Jericho off the bat, which is a smart move. Um, you knew Avalon was going to get screwed because of the ref in the match. Jeez. Bitch can't see. Fucking Stevie Wonder sees more than this stupid cunt. Hold on. Let me stop you right there. Avalon didn't get screwed. I know he didn't. I just wrote that in my notes and I'm just reading my notes. So. But don't... Stevie Wonder still sees more than this stupid cunt in a ring. So don't say something. That's factually incorrect. No, I said you knew screwed. he was going to get screwed because of the ref because she doesn't pay attention. But you didn't get screwed. Jericho hits the code breaker, gets the pin, then he takes the bat to Avalon. Ricky Stark's music hits. He comes down the ramp looking behind him. Jericho grabs the mic and says, I'm going to beat the hell out of you at Revolution one-on-one. Jericho Appreciation Society not allowed at ringside on Sunday. Doesn't mean they aren't here tonight, and they jump Ricky Starks. Then we get a hangman promo. Says he's going to take Moxley's spot at the top of the food chain. Um, I put, I knew he was a pussy. Says he hates violence. Well, I hate you to your core, too, so get the fuck off my TV. Fucking cry about it. Oh, I actually called him a beta fucker in my notes. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Just for that, I hope Hangman's on all two hours of Dynamite tonight. Uh, no, he will not be. Thank you. Um, then we get um, Christian Cage. I love Christian. Love Christian Cage. 
Um, Renee is interviewing Christian, and the faces Renee makes as Christian talks, I mean, like, fuck you, bitch. I hate her, too. <laughs> you just hate everybody today. No, but, I mean, you you are supposed to be interviewing him, and your face is not supposed to be showing how you're feeling. Bias, bitch. Don't need to be interviewing people. Um, He talks about Jack Perry wanting titles in AEW. He said that's going to happen over his dead body. Says he's going to win a championship in 2023. Um, the best line, though, was Christian telling Jack Perry, you and your whole generation is that you treat my business like a video game. You are a dime a dozen. Me, you see, nobody will say do or go to the depths I can't. Nobody can do the things I can do inside this ring. I'm one of one, unlike you and your generation, treating my business like a video game. I treat it like an ATM machine, and I am not done milking it dry. Stop the lawn. I could have something it could be milked dry. Would you like me to explain? Nope. <laughs> then he challenges him to a match at Revolution, but not a wrestling match, but a fight. Christian is great at promos. The crowd is booing him hard. The lights go out. We see a video of Jack Perry digging a grave. I honestly thought he was digging up his dad's grave. (laughs) Instead, it's for Christian. And you see a tear come down Jack Perry's face. And then we move on to a Jamie Hayter promo. I'm glad she had pants on this time. I know you were not. She goes on to say, I don't, oh, she goes on to say, I don't know what's going to be sweeter, beating one bitch or beating two. Uh, Jamie Hayter could come beat me. Beat your meat? Yup. And then Britt tells Soraya she ain't ever getting that belt. Then we move on to the Matt Hardy versus Hook match. It was an okay match. Hook may have ha- have his hands full. Hardy began to take it to Hook. We see Hook with a, a knee bar. Then Hook takes a neck breaker by Matt. Then we see Hook with a suplex. Hook wins. And he will face Stokely in a no disqualification match sometime in the future. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Real quick, before you continue. This is a agree or disagree, so we'll talk about it. They say the use of blood in AEW is disgusting. As if the WWE didn't have some of the deepest blade jobs ever. No one complains about any of these moments. If WWE had blood today, these same people would praise it. I agree with that. They had blood in the Attitude Era. Go back and watch a fucking Mankind match. So, the four matches they used were JBL versus John Cena. Yep. That Cena got busted open. Eddie Guerrero. Yep. Triple H. Yep. And Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. Yep. Ow, fuck, I dropped my phone on my cock. Ow! I feel it in my stomach. It hurts. Fuck! 
handled a Ric Flair match because every match Ric Flair was in, he got busted open because it looked really cool with his blonde hair. I mean, it just goes to show how pussyfied society has gotten over the years. Ow, that fucking hurt. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, anyway, I agree with that statement. They would be praising it if WWE would do it now. But these pussies couldn't even stand to go back and watch, like, the Attitude Era or ECW because it goes against their wokeness. So, I like blood. I love it. I like blood in wrestling. I love chaos. I mean, I like blood. I, I lose some every month. Stop making that joke. It's funny, and you know it. <laughs> At least I don't hit myself in the nuts with my phone. Fuck that hurt. <laughs> you need Jamie Hedder to come rub on him. Oh, shit. Because it ain't going to be me. <laughs> All right, moving on. We have a House of Black promo. Says that the Elite has already lost, and they are going to leave the titles right here on the floor for them. Then we move on, and we have one Tony Storm versus one little bitty Riho. Storm comes out with Soraya. Size-wise, Rio looks like she is no match for Tony Storm. A lot of people have been saying that Tony Storm is getting thicker. I can agree. In a good way. Um, Storm attacks Riho in the corner, beats, starts beating Riho. Riho fights back. She uses her speed. Soraya distracts Riho, allows Storm back in the match. Rio has a face lock on Tony Storm. Break her face, Riho. Break her face, Riho. Why are you sniffing Vader's <laughs> ass, Maxwell? Max, stop. Um... I put Rio's outfit looks like a little baby doll. I mean, it's cute, but it looks like something you'd put on a baby doll. Rio's not even two pounds wet. Mm, that's true. Um, Storm with a hip attack to the back of Rio's head. I thought she had killed the poor Rio. Um, and then we see Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker walking down to the ring. Rio with a, a leg suplex on Storm. Rio cross body on Storm outside of the ring. Riho gets a two count. Then Storm gets a two count. Britt jumps up onto the apron, distracts Storm. Storm goes to pop Britt in the face. And as she does, Riho rolls Tony Storm up to get the win. And then Storm attacks Riho after the bell. And then Storm begins to get her ass beat by Dr. Britt Baker. And then Hater and Soraya are duking it out in the middle of the ring. And then Soho knocks out Hater, then knocks out Soraya. And security comes down to try to break it up. I enjoy Tony Storm getting her ass beat by Britt Baker. Because I like Britt Baker. I don't know why everybody hates Britt Baker. Neither do I. See, that's one female I don't hate. You don't hate Hater. I don't hate Jamie Hater. You don't hate... I don't hate Go uh, Barbie Goth. Goth Barbie. You don't hate Tony Storm. No, I don't hate Tony Storm. I just like ragging her... For Bobby's sake now? I don't think you hate Soraya. No, I don't hate Soraya. I just... You like Deanna? Don't understand where they're going with their little storytelling You yet, love so. Deanna Peraza. Oh, I love me some Deanna Peraza. 
You know who else I like? Tasha Steeles. She's a bad bitch. I love her in Impact. I like like Rhea Ripley, too. You like Charlotte. I do like Charlotte. See, I like women. Not in that way, but I like women. Wrestlers. I think. Oh. You like Mercedes, don't you? Yeah, I like Mercedes. I like Bianca Belair. You like Kari. You like Kari's outfit. I like Kari's outfit. I need that damn outfit so bad. Anyway, we get a Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes promo. Says they will face Swerve and Parker Brudeau on Rampage. And they have named their team Naturally Limitless. What the fuck? Interesting name. Yes. And then we get a Revolution Tag Team Battle Royale. We have Silver and Reynolds versus Claudio and Yuta. The Dark Order attacks Yuta and Claudio from behind. They begin beating the shit out of each other. Then the next team is uh, Roosh and Preston. Uh, Roosh and Claudio tee off in the middle of the ring. I could see them fighting for the Ring of Honor world title. Roosh has held it once before. Claudio is your current title holder. Um, Roosh and Preston come in and begin taking everyone out. Next, we have the Lucha Brothers. Phoenix does a crossbody. We see Penta do a sling blade on everyone. Uh, Phoenix tries to eliminate Claudio. And then we get the best team ever. One Aussie Open. Yes, love me, United Empire. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. We have no eliminations as of yet. Silver hosting up Claudio. Yuta comes and saves Claudio. Um, The Blackpool Combat Club eliminates Dark Order. Next, we have the Jericho Appreciation Society's Daddy Magic and Angelo Parker. Um, They take their time getting down to the ring. Um, Next, we have Top Flight. They begin to go after... Claudio and Yuda. They almost eliminated Claudio. Daddy Magic gets gone. Next, we have the best tag team. The Kingdom. Yes, Penis Popper. And I put, I need Maria's outfit because I liked her outfit. The Aussie Open suplexes the Kingdom. I mean, I like both teams. So, why did they have to do it to each other? Then we see Nice and Woods come and start beating up on the Lucha Brothers. They're not even in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, they just run down and start beating up on the Lucha Brothers. They throw the Lucha Brothers back in the ring. And then Roosh eliminates Penta. And then Phoenix gets eliminated. Then Preston gets eliminated. Darius eliminates Roosh. Uh, the final three teams looks like it's Claudio Yuta, Orange Cassidy, Dan Housing, and Butcher and Blake. Winner ends up being Orange Cassidy and Dan Housing. What the fuck? Hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I don't know what Orange Cassidy has on Tony Khan, but he need to quit blackmailing my man like that. Being put on my TV this fucking much. Then we get a Brian Danielson promo. Danielson gives Renee a high five. Danielson talks about. How he was forced to retire. MJF's music hits. Danielson tells Max to shut up. Says Max thinks he deserves respect, etc. Says you have done nothing to earn them. And you've done nothing but take shortcuts. If there is one thing you deserve, it is your fiancé leaving you. Because Max always makes the comments that he puts shoulders to mats and bang rats. 
I wish I could do that. And then Danielson proceeds to say that he is going to kick MJF's fucking head in, which got bleeped out. And this is the first time he has said he wanted to be AEW champion. And MJF is left speechless. And that is how we end Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite was good besides... The Orange well, Cassie Danhausen win? Yes. Yeah. Like, that match was fine, but that finish was fucking... Trash. And I like Danhausen. And I like Orange Cassidy. And I get why they won because of the storyline they're going for. But... You could have had somebody like the Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top Flight. I think Butcher and Blade need a good push. Claudio Yuta. What about Butcher and Blade winning the Ring of Honor tag titles? Uh, I mean, I really want them to go to the kingdom, but... Maybe. So, moving on to Rampage. We're opening Rampage with a four-tag team match. When we have Aussie Open, Top Flight, BCC, and Dark Order. Dark Order attacks BCC from behind again. We have Chaos Before the Bell. Top Flight goes after Aussie Open. Aussie, Aussie. And then we have the Kingdom watching the match in the stands. Yes. Um, Match has some really good spots. Jericho on commentary is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, Jericho said that Tony Schiavone's grandmother was a hot tamale. What would you say if somebody said your grandmother was a hot tamale? I would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) And Johnny Hungy is beating up on Claudio and Chris Jericho goes, Hungy might want some Swiss cuisine. Maybe. The only good thing from Switzerland is chocolate. Claudia. Pour some chocolate on somebody. Lick it off. Mm. Um, match was really good. Claudio and you to get the win. This should have been the four-way we got for the pay-per-view. Next, we get Riho and Emi Sakura. Match was really good. Fun. I like Emi Sakura, too. Oh, yeah, and you like Jade. Yeah, and I like Jade Cargill. Um, Emi Sakura was a mentor to Riho. Uh, Emi is knocking Riho down. Riho is taking it. Riho mounts some offense. She does a nice drop kick on Emi Sakura. I love the Joshi style that these women put on. So if you're not a fan of Joshi style wrestling, don't watch it. Then you're racist son of a bitches. Um... We see Emi Sakura baited Riho in. Emi Sakura hits a backbreaker. Riho gets a two count. Emi gets a two count. Riho gets the pin. That's two wins this week. Um, could Riho be Bobby's new favorite girl? I mean, she beat beat his girl Tony Storm on Dynamite. Riho's fun. You got to see Riho live in person, facing one Jamie Hater. I was very happy with the outcome of that match. Then we get basically a squash match, squash match between Powerhouse Hobbs and Sarpentico. Poor Sarpentico. 
Hobbs with a spine buster then into the torture rack. Poor Serpentico gets the win. You know who was happy with this match? One Nyla Rose, because she don't like Serpentico. Nope. And if you're not following Nyla Rose on Twitter, you are missing out. She has the best Twitter account ever. She just slanders Serpentico. So, off the rail a minute. So yesterday, some indie wrestler tweeted out that he had a chance to perform at AEW Dark and canceled because he doesn't cancel uh, bookings. And so... Sean Dean, who does the booking for Dark, called him out. And then Nala Rose today tweeted out that she uh, got um, a call to do Dark, but she can't cancel because she's on Dark Elevation. <laughs> I'm saying, if you don't follow Nala Rose on Twitter, I don't know, you're missing out. Um, Hobbs gets on the microphone, says he don't care if it's Joe or Wardlow. Next chapter in the book of Hobbs is going to be the TNT Championship. Which currently has been stolen. Then By we, somebody we don't know. Yeah. Then we get a Takeshita promo. Says he's had great moments and opponents in AEW. But haven't had any big wins. And he is not happy. And thinks that he should go back to Japan. No. Then Don Callis walks up. Hands him a business card. Says he needs killer instinct. And that Don Callis could help him. And if it doesn't work, that he would drive him personally to the airport. So it's going to work. I mean, Don Callis got Kenny Omega to be the belt collector. Yeah. Then we get a Mark Briscoe promo. He calls Mark Sterling a prick. The Lucha Brothers come up. And this is the match we will see on Zero Hour for the pay-per-view. And then we have Keith Lee and Dustin Rose versus Swerve and Parker Brodeur. Brodeur. I don't know how you say dude's name. Um, Keith Lee comes out with a cape and Twitter went wild. When did he get a character change? He didn't get a character change, dumbass. He just wanted to wear a fucking cape. I mean, I'd wear a cape if I had one, because I think they're fucking cool as hell. Capes are cool. And I'd fucking wear a goddamn tiara if I had one, too, because I'm the fucking queen. Capes are cool. Match was decent. Um, Parker is not very good, though. Swerve needs new partners that actually can wrestle. Yeah, Parker Um, needs to stick to dark and just taking the bumps for Swerve. um, Parker begins punching Keith Lee. Lee now... Is on Parker. Dustin is now beating up Parker. Swerve finally in beating up on Dustin. They isolate Dustin Rhodes. I mean, Dustin Rhodes couldn't even make Parker look good. And Dustin usually can put anybody over. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee gets in, beats Parker like a bully. Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes gets the win. Your thoughts on the go-home show before Revolution? Um... Thought it was decent. And yeah. That's all I have to say is that it was it's nothing really to say it, just besides it was decent. Yeah. I agree with that. But I enjoyed it. Is it normal for the top of your head to start going numb? I don't know. I don't know, but that's what's happening to my head right now. 
Um, I thought the two shows were okay. They weren't bad. No. They could have been better, but they were not bad. I mean, it didn't put me to sleep bad like Raw did Monday night. But I think that had a lot to do because we didn't go to bed till like 2 a.m. also. Don't know why. Oh, I think because we had to watch a media scrum. I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. So, guess we are done with our AEW review. We will be checking out AEW from Sacramento tonight. And we'll be back next Wednesday with our review. Since school will be over on Friday, we might be back sooner because now we'll have time. Uh Uh-huh. And we might have more content to put out now that we have some time off. Mm-hmm. He don't say a whole lot. It's all me talking. So I should just have my no. own podcast. No, I say a lot when I need to say a lot. And in that current moment, I didn't have to say a lot. <laughs> Drop your phone on your balls again. <laughs> Give a new meaning to mushroom print. You're going to have a mushroom print on your phone. I'm still feeling the effects of that. I bet it would suck if I did uh, Capital of Taiwan right Please now. Don't. <laughs> hey, Brenda, what's the Capital of Taiwan? Bangkok. <laughs> you want to bang your cock against Jamie Hayter? Mm-hmm. But, anywho. Anyhow, we'll be back sometime with our Mandalorian review because we got to watch it today because Brenda got drafted into helping his grandfather today. Mm-hmm. And then we went and got Chinese with his grandmother, so we'll be back sometime with our Mandalorian review. Probably tomorrow. Yeah. So, until next time. Goodbye. We'll check y'all later. The ref's still